Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast. Um, this is Movie Realists, and we just talk about movies for sometimes an excruciatingly long amount of time. Today should be pretty short, though, because we're just going to be introducing to you um, a new, not necessarily a series, but a series-type thing that we're going to have going on um, starting next Thursday. So, I'm Joe. And I'm Josiah, and this is Movie Realist. If there's one thing that we are not good at, it is probably introductions. That's okay. So, um, next Thursday we're going to be starting our true antagonist and true hero series kind of thing. Um... We're just going to be looking at different movies and movie series and trying to pinpoint who is the actual antagonist and who is the actual hero. Um, Our first one um, is probably going to be Lord of the Rings. And that's the true hero. That's going to be a true hero one. But um, we wanted to do a separate podcast to actually introduce the concept of this because it might be a bit complicated. Just understand exactly what we're trying to do. Um, I mean, we're going to be watching these movies and, like, taking notes on them and, like, actively trying to figure out, like, who actually has the greatest impact to get the team of heroes to the point that they were trying to go the whole time is going to be the hero. And for antagonists, that's going to be sort of, you know, first you have to pinpoint who the protagonist is. Which for some movies can also be complicated. And then once we pinpoint the protagonist, we're going to be looking and figuring out who really is working against that person. Just the whole time. So, um, well like for example, one of the ones we're going to be doing is probably Pirates of the Caribbean. We've talked about doing that one. And that'll probably be an antagonist one. Just because... I mean, that whole series is so complicated. It's difficult to even know who you should be rooting for most of the time. And as long as the three main ones, you know, Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth Swan, and Will Turner are alive at the end of the film, you're like, okay, well, I'm okay with how that went. But often they're working against each other, and then they're working together. So we're going to be looking at, at a lot of movies like that and figuring out, you know how we should be interpreting them. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Uh, Well, I mean, probably the antagonist one will be more tricky to come up with Mm -hmm. movies for that, just because it's not super often where you're watching it, and you're like, so who do I not want to win, you know? Right. That that doesn't happen very often, but... Right. I think Pirates of the Caribbean is a good one to start off with, just because that's such a, like you said, like a complex narrative with different characters who have like one time maybe like one minute they have one motive and you're like yeah I agree with that and the next minute you're like nope wow why would you yeah. even think to do that okay whatever so yeah it's I mean you probably could have put it in the beginning of the first one <laughs> but I guess just to tease the idea it's good to do it first yeah sure Um, I don't know. I'm excited just because I think that that will let us dive deeper into some of these 
What other movies have we talked about doing? We've talked about doing Dark Knight. Um, for... Probably Hero. Yeah, might be who's the hero for that one. Um, which, it's easy to look at that and be like, Batman's the hero, and Joker is the antagonist, right? Right. Um, but that's another really complicated film, and... Um, when you start looking deeper at some of the moving pieces, it's looking, it looks a lot more like, you know, that Harvey Dent is more of a hero, or maybe he's even more of a, an antagonist the longer you look at it. Um, Batman Begins might be a good one to do, just only for who's the hero, because in the climax when you have, well, the third act, you have Gordon who mm-hmm. fires the tumbler at the trains, mm-hmm. the train tracks, and then it falls and it crashes and it blows up the microwave emitter when Batman's just kind of fighting. Right. That might be... I mean, we, we might not actually do that one, but that's just it. Just, just, a, just an example of something right. we do. Um, the reason that we even talked, started to talk about this was because of the Lord, the Lord of the Rings and then the Pirates of the Caribbean examples. Um, and we're going to be kind of actively seeking out more movies that fit that description of lots of moving pieces, lots of different people kind of looking out for themselves a lot of the time. But Lord of the Rings is going to be interesting because, first of all, it's so long. It's so very long. I Like, if you've ever sat down and tried to watch all of the Lord of the Rings movies one right after the other, it's difficult to do. Like, I don't think I've ever sat in... Like, I haven't seen one all the way through in one time. Right, I only, all in I, one only I only watched them in like half hour to an hour increments. Right. Except for Return of the King, which doesn't make sense because that was the longest one. But right. I mean, they're important movies. I think you know. I feel like they. I love them. Yeah. No. I, I feel re- like I they're really they're good. Right. It's just they're difficult to sit through <laughs> for extended periods of time. But we are going to do it. We're going to sit through all three of them in one sitting with our little notebooks, and we're going to be. Honestly, we're probably going to end up having, like, um, like a piece of paper for the main characters in the Fellowship and just, like, writing down things that they're doing that but the puts rules, the main effort the, the rules are that what you can't do is you can't take, you can't, like, go back and say, just for an example, the true hero of the whole thing is Bilbo because if Bilbo never took the ring then right. he would never have given it to Frodo, who never would have been able to travel to Mount Doom, who that would have never caused the Fellowship, that would have never caused Aragorn to have to hold off Sauron's uh, troops, you know? Right. Like, you right. can't you can't You can't back. go a thousand steps back. You can then, go maybe, like, a couple steps back. Like, you can say, like, well, he, like, so-and-so literally saved his life. That's something that you can look at as genuine evidence for, like, okay, but he otherwise would have been dead very recently, you know? Right. But you can't go to the very, like, first movie and say, well... You can't well, say Sauron, he didn't, if he didn't make the ring, then uh, right. he would have been destroyed. Right, you can't go back a thousand... Like, that's the same rules that we're going to use when we... It's very similar rules to use when we're doing things like ranking Marvel movies... Um, or when we ranked the Pixar movies, like, you can't just say, well, it's the best because it was the first, and without that, you wouldn't have had that, and without that, you wouldn't have had that. Right. Um, without Toy Story 2, or without Toy Story 1, you wouldn't have Toy Story 2, so, uh... Right, so it's better. No, it's not. It's significantly worse, but whatever. <laughs> um, 
but that's just but yeah so we're i mean we're excited about it i think it's gonna be really interesting um for the lord of the rings one we're definitely gonna bring um jacob on our he's been on here a couple times our good family friend he's gonna be on here doing um doing that episode with us just mm-hmm. because like he is such a lord of the rings nerd guru he's not i don't know if he's a nerd for lord of the rings but he is super into he like he really likes that like he's read all the books he's read he read the prequel for he read it. a prequel for the book he's read the hobbit um yeah i mean he's just really into that so i think that his a uh, more than anything, I think his opinion is just going to be very... That that truly should... Well, helpful. Well, what... Are we going to count the books? No. We're not? No. Neither of us have read the books. I'm not going to read the books. I won't. I'm not going to read the books. <laughs> I have no interest in reading those books because they're so long and I take so long to read. Each book... So the Two Towers, Return of the King, Fellowship of the Ring, each one is two books. So it's six books total and each are like 400 pages. Yeah, no, thank you. So, yeah, I'm not doing that either. That's like 20. Appreciate the offer, but absolutely not. And obviously we can't bring that into the conversation if we haven't read it. Yeah, but he has. I mean, yeah, he has, but we can't really relate to that, so we're not doing it. That's true, because in the two towers there in, um, I forgot the name of the kingdom, but they're somewhere, maybe Gondor, and they didn't even go there in the books. That probably has a big impact on the story, though. Right. That's why he's like, by rights, we shouldn't even be here. Right, because So, based on right now, how you're feeling right now, who do you think the hero? Frodo. Really? I sh- yes, I think it's Frodo. We talked about this before we recorded. But yeah, I'm pretending that I heard him say that for the first time. Frodo, why? No, I, I mean, we'll go into it more, but just right now, before watching them through all the way, I think it's him because... Even though he gets corrupted and he gets super frustrating and he basically throws Sam out of the boat figuratively, not literally. And he's like, me and Gollum are going to go with this ring because, Sam, you ate all the elders' bread, so why don't you <laughs> suck it and we're going to go. Even though he did that and he did a lot of things that are really dumb and frustrating, in the end, while Sam was unconscious and he and Frodo, or he and Gollum were wrestling over the ring, he decided to throw it in there instead of keeping right. it. But we'll um, see. We'll see. I, it'll probably change, but that's just what I think right now. So for me, I'm kind of between... I don't think that Frodo is a hero. I. It does not yeah. matter to me that he is the one who technically... He pushed Gollum, who was holding the ring, into the fire. I know that much. I don't know a whole bunch about the actual plot, quote-unquote, of this movie series. But I know enough. I know the basics. Um, I think that Gandalf is huge. I could see him winning it, being the hero. I could also see Aragorn being the hero. And that is not only because of how attractive he is, although that does play a part. He's not attractive. Aragorn? He's the he's the man, right? He's thought, the like I, king of men. I thought you hated his teeth. No. I don't like his voice. His voice is really obnoxious to me. Just it, not all the time, but sometimes he says something and I'm like, "Ugh." Ew. He's the one who, um... Like, sometimes he sounds whiny. He has the black hair and yeah. the beard. Yeah, yeah, he's attractive. He's a good-looking guy. I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's okay, you don't have to, but I think that he is. No, but also, he's he's just a huge player in the whole fellowship, and he does a lot to... 
push everything forward and get the working pieces so that Frodo can be where he needs to be, you know. And I think that that's really, I mean, I think that that's important. Yeah. I don't think that Frodo qualifies as a hero because he was corrupted five seconds before. And the only reason that he threw the ring in is because he first got attacked by Gollum. And then he didn't even technically throw the ring in. He pushed Gollum in knowing that Gollum was holding the ring. But he didn't, I don't know. I See, I look at that moment not as a, oh, well, if I can't have it, then you can't have it either. I look at it as it, I look at, I look at it as if he's, like, man, I guess I was wrong the whole time. Like, I really can't keep this ring. But Maybe. We'll, we'll see. I see that more as an attack on Gollum than as an attack on the ring. Because if you think about what Gollum did to him and how he, I don't remember for sure, but has he seen Gollum since the whole spider incident at that point? We'll know, we'll well, know I mean, more when we talk about it next he week. Was, he, the whole spider incident happened, Sam saved him, and then Frodo was... And they haven't seen by the, by the orcs. Sam saved him. The, yeah, they haven't seen him because... Right. Well, they, they technically have right before because they were going on Mount Doom. Sam is carrying Frodo and then Gollum, like, tackles them and they fall down the hill. Right. But this is his first, like... Basically, yeah. Long, go- ongoing encounter with him since the spider incident. Yeah. And I guess also since he just got tackled by him, too. So he has a lot of, I'm sure, pent-up, angry feelings towards Gollum and everything that he cause Frodo to believe and whatnot and so personally I saw that when I first saw it as much more of an attack on Gollum not not in a sense of like if I can't have the ring you can't have it but like you almost got me eaten by a spider I feel like you just bit my finger off you just tackled me throws him off the mountain I feel like you could say the same thing for Iron Man whenever he snaps oh stop because he only did that because he didn't want Thanos to win because he had a lot of anger towards Thanos as Thanos, he's like, Thanos is going to destroy the whole universe. That's terrible. I don't want that to happen. I hate him so much. So I'm just going to take this gauntlet from him. There we go. And well, yeah, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did it because he was angry at Thanos for what he was going to do. Because he didn't want the whole universe to die, Josiah. And and he, he knew that Thanos was the Frodo only one. Frodo didn't want Gollum to unleash all the terror on the no. world that he could with the no, ring. No, no. All right, well. I mean, I don't know if you guys can hear it right now, but this is clearly going to be a very tense and long conversation. I can only imagine. We'll next have, week we'll after have, we've we'll seen have, it. We'll uh, have Jacob here, though. And we'll have Jacob here, too. And he's... He'll probably deal out the little truth, but yeah. we'll know. You will find out our... I mean, that's just where we stand right now. We might both totally swap after actually watching it. I don't think you will, but... You don't think I will? I don't think I you'll mean, swap to Frodo. I probably won't swap to Frodo. Maybe if I watch it another time and he's actually, like, not the worst character in the whole series. He's not the worst character. You think he's worse than Gollum? Obviously, I don't, Josiah. Mm. Gollum haunts me. I hate that old dude. Alright, well, so that's the new series that we're gonna have. <laughs> and you saw just a fraction of what it's gonna be for, um... A fraction of what it's gonna be whenever we actually do it. Right. We have a lot coming, so... Stay tuned. Yep. All right.